This is Pat Colligan, president of the New Jersey State Policemen's Benevolent Association. We're speaking cops with the Back the Blue Cut podcast, the official podcast of the New Jersey State PBA. We're speaking here about the work our members do every day in our communities and correctional facilities and the way they continue to serve as frontline heroes. We're also speaking about the legislative, labor relations, health benefits, and other issues that directly impact our members and their families. This podcast is made possible by Flemington Car and Truck Country, offering cars and trucks specially discounted for PBA members. We want to thank all of our sponsors who back our nearly 40,000 active and retired members. Jeff and Debbie Rosen at Lending the Heroes, the Florida House Experience, Capital Benefits, and New Jersey Cops Magazine. To connect with any of our sponsors, log on to njspba.com forward slash New Jersey Cops Magazine. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. I am proud to be back with you on this hashtag Blue Friday. We have our next episode of my latest podcast. It's called Speaking Cops Back the Blue, and it's brought to you by my friends at the New Jersey State Policemen's Benevolent Association, my buddy Pat Colligan, who does an outstanding job as president, and Mitch Krugel, who runs NJ Cops Magazine. If you want to um, visit any of the sponsors and the folks that do Back the Blue, just go to njspba.com and make sure you click on NJ Cops Magazine. You can see a list of all the uh, sponsors and proud companies across New Jersey that back the blue the way we do, not just every Friday on hashtag Blue Friday, but every single day. Now, today I've got a very special guest for us. Uh, he is a state corrections police officer. His name is Dave Griot, and he's got quite a story. He survived COVID-19, and while he was in the hospital fighting for his life, little daughter Hannah was born. Dave, welcome to our podcast. Great to see you. How you doing? Thank you, sir. Uh, good to be here. So, Dave, first, let's talk about this. You got sick. At what point did you need to be hospitalized? And uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the struggle that you faced getting better. Uh, well, I actually got hospitalized a week after I found out that I had COVID-19. Uh, I was actually hospitalized on my birthday, April 18th. Wow. And what did the docs tell you? I mean, I, I see you've got oxygen now. You had to use a ventilator. And, you know, you are uh, truly... No ventilator. Just, okay. uh, but what did the docs tell you uh, once you got in? Uh, that I had to relax and pretty much just roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me ask you something. Uh, what was, when did you find out your daughter was born? And, and what was that moment like, not being able to see her right away, not being able to see your wife, Silvana, your, your, your son, uh, little Dave? You know, what, was, what was that like? Not good for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, w I watched my daughter. Uh, my sister was there. My sister, Julianne, uh, she was there uh, with, my, with my wife because I couldn't be there. And I asked her if she would be there for her and for me. And she was honored, honored, very honored to do so. And then uh, she reported that my daughter was born and she showed me uh, videos and not videos of the whole thing, of course. Uh, I was going to say, how, how we didn't get graphic, right? <laughs> no, sir. Okay. Uh, but when I seen pictures of my daughter, I became uh, very upset and angry that I couldn't be there for her, for my wife. Um, for, you know, just to be there. Tell me what went through your head the first time you were able to actually hold your baby daughter. Oh, 
Um, I, I actually was very happy and uh, emotional at the same time. Yeah, yeah. What was it like for, for Silvana where you are, I mean, first of all, you go to work every day and there's always that fear for every police officer that uh, you don't know what the day is going to bring. And I've talked about this often. You and I were talking off the air about the job that that correctional police officers have. It usually goes uh, unnoticed by the media, unnoticed by popular culture. It's just sort of there's this assumption that somebody's keeping those prisoners at bay and, and out of our society. Um, but there's obviously a fear that goes for every law enforcement family. Um, what I got to believe Silvana is a pretty strong woman. That she is. <laughs> that she is. Can we meet her? Is she there? Hey, Sil, come in here, please. She's coming right now. She's got my uh, my son, who doesn't like to be without her. Yeah. But Sil, uh, everybody wants to meet you. Savannah, how are you? First of all, congratulations. How's the baby? Good, thank oh, you. Hey, there she is. Beautiful. Oh, my God. So proud. Savannah, what was it like when all of a sudden you realized I'm delivering this baby and Dave can't be with me? Well, I knew that about a week before once he was sick. We knew that he wasn't able to come. It was scary. The OBGYN was very supportive. And she said, even though your husband can't be there, the medical staff will be there for you. So that was very helpful. And that Julia and Dave's sister was there. So I was happy that somebody was allowed because nobody wanted to go. Yeah. You know, it was challenging. Who's going to make those medical decisions? Uh, what was the emotion like for you? I mean, first of all, you worried about your husband fighting for his life, and, and you've got to deliver a baby. It's a little, it's a little challenging for me to talk. I'll come back maybe later. I've got That's up, Savannah. Listen, real life often gets in the way of some of the best conversations. Don't worry about it. All good. I, it's so nice to hear a healthy baby. Is that little Dave? Is that, that is. Hey, hey, That's Dave. Awesome. <laughs> hey, is he going to grow up to be a cop? No. Uh, she says. <laughs> so, so, Dave, let, let's get back to it. Let's talk about corrections police officers for a minute. As I said, I you know I speak to uh, graduations often, and, and you know one of the last things. Uh, before all the shutdown, I spoke to a graduating class and talked to them about how, you know, there are certain legs of the law enforcement stool, right? You got the cops out on the street that are bringing in the bad guys. You got the prosecutors and the judges that put them away. And then you've got this third leg of corrections officers who, who do an unbelievable job of, of keeping the peace and keeping folks from getting back out into the community. Um, what is it like day to day, forgetting COVID-19 and what you just went through, but just your normal life as a corrections officer? Uh, well, once you get actually into this profession, it becomes like uh, second nature to most of us, if not yeah. all of us. Yeah. It, it, I'm sure at some point it becomes just a routine of your training. You just do the job. Uh, I, I would think so. Correct. Yeah. What uh, what was it like? Are you now? Let me ask you this: At what point are you able to get back to work? Uh, after this COVID? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I, I haven't been back to work yet. I, I got the oxygen and yeah, I I got to be able to go from zero to one hundred if uh, something happens. You're not there yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not there yet. Yeah. Have you talked to the guys though that uh, that are still working every day? in touch every day, uh, every day i speak to uh, uh, uh 
I want to give a couple uh, shout outs to my people that Please do. Uh, have always have been there for my family and for me this whole time, which is very, uh, is great and emotional to me. But uh, Bill, uh, Bill Sullivan, my uh, PBA president, 105, great people. Was PBA 105, we've had, uh, we've had them on our air many times for our hashtag Blue Friday. Great leadership. You, I will say this. The corrections officers in this state are represented very well by their union. And you know, you get a lot of people that they, they're always skeptical, right? They don't know when it comes to budgets and everything else. Thank God cops have a strong union to speak up on their behalf because I, I don't think enough people understand that you of all people – need that voice and need that representation. What do you want people to know about the corrections officer profession that maybe you don't think is out there in the general understanding? We are there for each other. And I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I hate to get this thing, but uh, I'm living proof that if it wasn't for my family, my law enforcement family, my friends, God himself, and uh, God bless uh, Officer Perdomo. Um, I know he was there watching out for me, and uh, it, it was it's it's great to have all these people. And, yeah, uh, the true brother. It helped, it helped me. It helped me get through it because I at one point I didn't think I was coming home, and neither did gonna- I. When when that when that passed through your head, what uh, what was that emotion like? Thinking, my God, I've been through all these tough times between behind the walls and the prisoners and all the things you guys go through, and then boom, this virus hits you, and uh, and you're having trouble breathing. It must have been uh, a, a frightening moment. Aggravating at best would be my uh, would be my uh, my answer to that one. I, I get very. Uh, I don't know, angry and uh, emotional about, you know, the bad stuff that might happen to one of us. Yeah. I mean, my law enforcement family in corrections and on the street and anywhere else that involves law enforcement, we all got we're all there for each other. Yeah. Yeah. And you will continue. When, when do you hope to get back to work? <laughs> soon (laughs) (laughs) so you're not you're not going to trade the law enforcement job to be the stay-at-home dad you're thinking all right not that's i i I still got too many years to go there you go there you go well dave i want to thank you and i want to thank your your wife savannah and your beautiful family hannah and little dave and um you know I, i i will tell you this that you know i've said this often it's one of my lines that i that i always present when i speak to law enforcement groups that there is truly a a, a line between civilization and savagery, and that thin line is blue. And what you guys do every day for the rest of us, amazing. I just want to quickly point out, uh, Stephanie Julino um, on Facebook is just saying, uh, hope you recover soon, sir. And that, that's been the sentiment of a lot of people on this Facebook Live, that they want you to recover fast. They're praying for you. They're thinking about you. And it's not just you, but it's your family. And every law right. enforcement officer out there has a family they want to get home to at the end of that shift. And I appreciate it, and my and my and my family and law enforcement, we all appreciate it because this COVID nineteen is a scary thing. Yeah, but nasty, I, right? I also, if I may, want to give a couple more shout outs to uh, people that have been there, if I may. 
Sure, go ahead. Of course. Uh, to my to my brother, uh, Officer uh, uh, Juan Chops Reyes, Keith Perkowski, John Devia, Peter Barone, Lieutenant Tagano, Bill Sullivan. They all kept in touch with me and my family during this whole thing. And uh, it means a lot. And I had other law enforcement officers from other agencies as well. Uh, Danny Haribic and uh, a couple other people that uh, had contacted me. And um, just to make sure I'm living and staying alive. Well, I, we can report to all of them that you are not only living and staying alive, you are smiling through and standing strong. I appreciate you very much, Dave. Best to your family. Thanks for joining me. We will have this whole conversation posted to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. It is always an honor to bring you Speaking Cops Back the Blue podcast. And I want to thank my uh, friend and guest, Dave Griot and his great family, Hannah, little Dave, and his wife, Silvana. Thank you uh, to you and your whole family, Dave, really. I, I appreciate you, and I look forward to checking in with you when you are back on the job protecting and serving and helping the rest of us. Yes, sir.